Welcome to Tairat Imecha Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rifka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayom in Bey's Parakir Zion, Chapter 17. Yehoshaphat takes over the reign of the southern kingdom from his father Asa, and we encounter again in Pasuk 1 here a somewhat familiar phrase by now, Vayischazek, he strengthened himself, Al Yisrael, over Yisrael. He placed military presence in all the fortified cities and he put officials in the land of Yehuda and in the cities of Ephraim that his father Asa had captured. Malbim explains that Asa had been afraid of Basha and he couldn't get a hold over the places that he had conquered in the territory of the kingdom of Ephraim, the northern kingdom. Yehoshaphat places soldiers in all the fortified cities of Yehuda to guard them and make them strong and also places officials in the remaining cities of Yehuda and in the cities of Ephraim. So he established himself also over Yisrael, as well as Yehuda, that is. There's still two separate kingdoms. Posuk 3. Vayehi Hashem im Yehoshaphat. And Hashem was with Yehoshaphat. Ki halach b'darche dovid oviv harishonim. Because he went in the early ways of Dovid, his father, and he did not seek out the Baalim. The Gra reads the Pasuk here as saying that Hashem was with Yehoshaphat because he went in the ways of David and also of Viv Harishonim, his father, the earlier ones, meaning, and also in the earlier ways of his father, Asa. The Gra references back to Perak 16, Pasuk 11, where it says that the matters of Asa, the earlier and the later ones, they are written in the book of the kings of Yehuda and Yisrael. There, the Gra explains that the earlier matters that are recorded refers to the matters of Asa before he approached Ben-Hadad, and the later matters are after Asa sent to Ben-Hadad. So here then in Perak 17, verse 3, the Grah says Yehoshaphat went in the earlier ways of his father, meaning Asa's ways before he sent to Ben-Hadad. So Yehoshaphat follows in the ways of David, his ancestor, and in the earlier ways of his father Asa. And Hashem is with him. Posuk 4. Ki oviv dorosh, because he sought the God of his father, the mitzvah halach, and he went in his commandments. The Laika Ma'ase Yisrael, and not like the deed of Yisrael, meaning the ten tribes who sinned with idolatry, says Matsudas David. Malbim comments on verses three to four, saying that righteousness is measured relative to the value, the level of the generation, such that at that time, someone who didn't serve idols like the kings of Yisrael would be said to be going in the ways of David. But it would mean relative to that later generation's level. With Yehoshaphat, though, it says, Ki David because he went in the early ways of David, his father, meaning that he went in the ways of David in the first generation, in the earlier generation, it's not just righteousness relative to his later generation. It's an actual comparison to David in earlier times. This is high praise. Malbim continues, 
and he did not seek out the Baalim, idols. It doesn't say here that he was flipping between two opinions, idolatry, Hashem, idolatry, Hashem. As is an accusation of the Jewish people in the book of Kings chapter 18, when Eliyahu Anavi asks them for how long they will hop between two opinions from Hashem to idolatry. It's not that Yehoshaphat sought after the Baalim and then when he saw there was nothing to them, then he sought out Hashem. He didn't go after the Baalim at all. Yehoshaphat only sought out Elokei Oviv, the God of his father. He sought out Hashem, not like the kings of Yisrael who were seeking in two places, seeking out both. And through this, Malbim explains, moving into Pasuk 5, Vayochen Hashem es hamamlocha biyadai. Hashem established the kingdom in his hand. This means the people over whom he ruled were all wealthy and successful, and with this they all gave a gift to Yehoshaphat from their abundant wealth, and as a result of this, he had wealth and honour, as it says, All of Yehuda gave a gift to Yehoshaphat, and he had abundant wealth and honour. Pasuk 6, And his heart was uplifted in the ways of Hashem. And more, he removed the Bamais, the high places, and the Asherim from Yehuda. Malbim teaches here that it was not that his heart was being uplifted by his wealth, his heart was uplifted by the ways of Hashem. The more he was successful, the greater his fear of Hashem became, his awe of Hashem. Ralbag interprets on the phrase here, Hashem, his heart was uplifted in the ways of Hashem, that Yehoshaphat's desire was very much heightened, amazingly, to go in the ways of Hashem. And to this end, he removed what was remaining of the high places and Asherim from Yehuda, And he commanded teaching of the Torah of Hashem in the cities of Yehuda, in order that his people be strengthened through it. Yehoshaphat increases the spread of Torah learning, as we see in Pesukim 7-9, which tell us that in the third year of his reign, he sends his officers to teach in the cities of Yehuda to teach Torah and instruct the Bnei Yisrael, as Rashi explains. The officers are Ben Chayil, Ovadiah, Zechariah, Nasanael, Michayahu, and he sends Levium and Kohanim with them, and their names are given in the text, and they taught in Yehuda. The Imohem Sefer Torah Hashem. And they had with them a Sefer Torah of Hashem, a Torah scroll. Vayosobu b'chol ori Yehuda, vayelamadu ba'om. And they went around in all the cities of Yehuda and they taught among the people. I love it. A traveling Torah teaching team. Yehoshaphat is literally spreading the word of Torah amongst his people through his trusted representatives. And because of these efforts, Malbim explains, Hashem placed fear upon all the surrounding kingdoms and they were afraid to fight Yehoshaphat. As Posuk 10 shows, Vayihi pachat Hashem al kol mamlechais ha'aratzais asher sevivais Yehuda. 
and the fear of Hashem was upon all the kingdoms of the lands that surrounded Yehudah, and they did not wage war with Yehoshaphat. Rashi says this happened in the merit of the people of Yehudah learning Torah. Malbim comments that this posuk can also be understood to be saying that the fear of Hashem that the people of Yehudah felt spread out upon the surrounding lands and through that the people of other lands were afraid of the people of Yehudah. And people from other nations even brought gifts to Yehoshaphat. As Posuk 11 tells us, some of the Plishtim brought gifts and silver to Yehoshaphat, and some of the Arabians brought him 7,700 rams and 7,700 goats. Radak explains on the wording in this verse that as it says, they would bring, the form in the Hebrew translates as they would bring the gifts, as opposed to saying they brought them, it seems that they would actually bring such gifts to Yehoshaphat every year. It was a regular thing. Posuk 12. And Yehoshaphat was growing in greatness. To a high level, he became very great. And he built fortresses and storage cities in Yehudah. Rashi says Are Miskanais were storage cities for the storage of produce, wine, and grain. Posak 13. And he had a lot of work in the cities of Yehudah. Based on Matsuras David, Malacha Rabba, which I just translated as a lot of work, refers to him having a great workforce. And men of war, mighty warriors in Yerushalayim. Posuk 14. And these are their count according to the house of their fathers. Ralbag says here that the text talks about the number of warriors to highlight how the kingdom of Yehudah proliferated as a result of their going in the ways of Hashem. In the days of Avir, there were only 400,000 warriors in his army. And in the days of Yehoshaphat, there were 1,160,000 mighty warriors. In addition to the mighty ones that the king placed in the fortified cities in all of the land to guard them. Adding up all the numbers of warriors listed in verses 14 to 18 comes to a sum of 1,160,000. And Posuk 19 states about these. These were the ones serving the king in addition to those whom the king had placed in the fortified cities in all of Yehudah. Explains Matsuras David, these 1,160,000, the ones serving the king, were with him constantly in Yerushalayim. Malbim explains that when it says in Posuk 14 that their number is being given according to the house of their fathers, these are the three family units that there were in Yehudah, Peretz, Zerach and Shelah, and that they each had their corresponding heads, leaders. 
Amongst the count, one person mentioned is given a short description. In Posuk 16, Amasya, the son of Zichri, is mentioned. He's referred to as Amasya, the son of Zichri, Hamisnadev Hashem, who gave willingly to Hashem, volunteered for Hashem, gave generously for Hashem. This could mean a number of things. Radak says, perhaps he donated silver and gold to the treasuries of Hashem. And there was someone else with a similar name, therefore it specified here which person it was. Ibn Yahya says it was his way to always give willingly or volunteer for Hashem from what he would earn each day. Of course, Hashem is perfect and he doesn't need anything. So we are talking here in some way, as I would understand it, about giving willingly for the sake of Hashem or willingly giving oneself over in dedication to Hashem or performing mitzvahs, commandments of Hashem using our means. There's a focus in this chapter on living through Torah, learning, spreading its teachings, being in awe of Hashem, giving willingly for Hashem. The sweetest ways are the ways of Torah, the paths of Hashem. May we merit to walk in the ways of our righteous forefathers, to seek Hashem, and to infuse our everyday being with the beauty of Tyra. Thank you for studying together, Leloi Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Razel Rochel, Bas Arie Leib, and Rachel Zeitlin, Rachel Bas Schleimer.